When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. I finally left Arizona, and Tony finally left his attic. I'm Frank Isola. That's great, but apparently neither of you can make it all the way to your own studio. What's up with that? Frank, it's too cold. I mean, it's 50s and raining in Chicago. Good. I mean, D.C. is warm now, but it hasn't been. I'm not doing that. I haven't seen a cloud in Arizona since March. What are you people, nuts? They sent me down here to check on your house. By the way, your office with the view of the White House for outside that window, beautiful. You got some (laughs) office. You got to make it back down here. You can have it. (laughs) Take over. Welcome to PTI. Tony, he needed a day off to prepare for our next two days off. So here to pick up his slack is our great friend, Frank Isola. Wow. Now that's a greeting. The slack picker-upper. Let's start <laughs> with Miami beating Boston in game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. Miami's Jimmy Butler scored 41, including 17 in the third to lead all scorers. The Celtics played without an injured Marcus Smart. Now Horford, who entered the health and safety protocols just hours before the game. Frank, what were your primary takeaways? Well, you know, Mike, it's funny. We talk so much these playoffs about Luka, Jason Tatum, even Steph Curry. It's almost as if Jimmy Butler said, don't forget about me. He was outstanding. 17 points in that third quarter. And I know that's your guy. I'm going to let you focus on him a little bit. But I'll tell you what. You watch the way that that game was played. And I give Miami a lot of credit. They had nothing going on in the first half. How quickly did they turn things in the third quarter? Because they're a terrific defensive team. And I was stunned by how poorly Boston played. You know, Jason Tatum had six turnovers in the third quarter. They were outscored by 25. Mike, as bad as the Suns played on Sunday, they didn't get outscored by 25 in any of those quarters. The most they got outscored was by 20. So I think the loss of Marcus Smart and Al Horford, I don't think it impacted Boston in that first half. I think in the second half, when things were falling apart, I think a lot of guys that you weren't expecting to do anything suddenly realize, I'm in the Eastern Conference Finals. I really don't want the ball. Here, Jason Tatum, you take it. You do something. Well, you know what, Frank? I'm going to give a little more weight to Miami probably being rusty. They didn't have a week off or anything crazy like we've seen teams after a sweep. They didn't have that. But they were rusty early, and they got themselves together pretty quickly. And you talk about takeaways. My primary takeaway is involving, thank you for leaving me some Jimmy Butler time. Jimmy Butler, okay, look, we're used to him scoring big in the playoffs when he needs to. And he needed to last night to get them going. He did not need to just be the facilitator, which he can be also. But how about defensively? How about him challenging and blocking shots and leading the way to Miami, blocking 11 shots in that game? So Miami did what Miami does. I mean, defensively, they locked in. We've been talking about Boston and their defense all spring, which is justifiable. But Miami's defense may be in the clutch just as good. But Jimmy Butler, Frank, I don't know if you voted for him on one of your first three teams. You know, Jimmy Butler has long been, if not my single favorite player in the league, one of my top three, and he still is. I don't have him on one of my top three teams this year. It doesn't matter. He doesn't care about that. When time comes to play in the playoffs, 
Jimmy Butler understands what is called upon and what is necessary in the postseason, yep. which some other people tend not to understand. He is my primary takeaway in that game. And when the game changed in that third quarter, he had 17 points. Boston had 14. And it was interesting as well. And he talked about P.J. Tucker after the game, how we, I can't believe I've fallen in love with a basketball player. And they talked about on the telecast, P.J. Tucker went out in the first half, and you were thinking to yourself it was a non-contact injury. You're thinking, did he get seriously hurt? Worse. Him coming yeah. back, that changes a defensive attitude. I wonder if Giannis Antetokounmpo was sitting home thinking, you know what, we really could have used this guy as well. That brings a certain level of toughness, and that's the one thing about this Miami team, and it starts at the toughness. top with Pat Riley and Eric Spolster. They've always been this way it for is. three decades now. They're a tough physical team, and when they got down in the first half, it didn't matter. They came out fighting in the third quarter. Frank, you know what? When they had to have those shots of Pat Riley and Alonzo yeah. Mourning sitting together, it just really sums the Godfather. up that's the face. That's right. It doesn't mean the current player. Who's tougher than Pat Riley and Alonzo Mourning as a tag team? You wouldn't want to face them now at whatever they are, near 50 and 75, you wouldn't want to deal with them. So, yes, you're right about that legendary yeah. toughness. And, I mean, and they're starting an Eastern Conference Finals game with a backcourt of Gabe Vincent and Max Struess. That's the Miami Heat. They find players, they develop them, and they help them. All right, let's move to the West now. We've got a sexy series tipping off in San Francisco tonight as the Mavs and the Warriors take the court. Game one of the Western Conference Finals, the Curry, Clay, Draymond Warriors are obviously well-known, the core of the three Warriors title teams, of course. But Luka Doncic, he's the player who's getting the most attention after he led the Mavs past the top-seeded Phoenix Suns. So, Mike, how much of a chance you give the Mavs to win this series? Not all that much. Really? I'm, no, I, I don't. I, I'm going to tell you why. Look, the Mavs are coming, all right? Yep. I dared in a text chain with my friends recently, all of whom are basketball fanatics, starting with my brother. I dared to compare Luka Doncic to, brace yourself, Larry Joe Bird. I get it. I did. I did. Because when it comes to shot making and passing, I think Doncic either is or can be Bird's equal. I mean, he's not the rebounder. Arrogance Bird averaged 10 rebounds arrogance. a game. He thinks he's the best guy out there, which goes he a does. long He does. I mean, he matches him there, too. A great yep. pickup there, Frank. And so I dare to do that. You know what I think of Bird and Magic and that entire generation of guys. And I'm putting Doncic, like, on the road to that category, not in it. Yep. But you know what, man? Steve Kerr played on a team with a guy named Dennis Rodman, who was the ace in the deck of cards defensively. Yep. And whatever Phil Jackson wanted him to do, that's what Dennis Rodman did. And so this notion that Draymond Green is not going to be able to slow down, not stop, not going to be able to slow down Luka Doncic, I don't believe that. Draymond Green is one of the greatest defensive players of all time. He may be the best all-around defender in today's game. Don't tell me that Luka Doncic is going to post him up in the lane possession after possession after possession. I don't believe that. I believe that Steve Kerr, having played with Dennis Rodman, understands the value and the utility of that player yep. and will utilize him as such. And I, I just think Golden State should be better, even though they may have some defensive challenges yeah. of their own. Who do you think is going to complain about calls and non-calls more, Luka or Draymond Green? There's going to be a lot of that going on. There's going to be a lot. A lot series. of whining. You know, it's funny, too, because the Warriors, the way they defend with Kevon Looney, you know, they could switch all over the court. You look at the advantage that Dallas had in the first round with Rigo Bear out there and then with DeAndre Ayton in the second round. So I think defensively, the Warriors are better equipped to kind of slow yes, down Luka they as, are. as best as you can. When they yes. go with that small lineup, though, Jordan Wiggins. Poole, that could be a and little Wiggins. bit different. Yeah. But you said it, though, about Luka. 
And I think both he and Tatum doing what he did in game six against Milwaukee, 46 points on the road in a, an elimination game, puts you in a different stratosphere. And I think Luka doing what he did, especially in those last two games against Phoenix, 27 points in the first half of a game seven. Agreed. You have as many points. It just puts you in a different class. He's ready to make that big jump. I'll tell you what. I think between Jason Kidd, who, by the way, recycled coach, you know what he is? He's a coach with experience. He's better today than he was in Brooklyn and in Milwaukee. Miami, so I don't want to hear Milwaukee. about recycled coaches anymore. It's, he's yep. an experienced coach. I think if they can get scoring from Dorian Finney-Smith and, and Jalen Brunson, I think they're going to be okay. They got to get scoring from them. I just – I think Luka, he needs to be transcendent in this series. I don't see him being that against their defense and Draymond. Like, great will not win this series for Dallas from Luka. Not just merely great. Yep. If he goes like he did on Phoenix, then I, all bets will be off, and I'll be the first one to apologize. Let's move to last night's NBA draft lottery. The Orlando Magic came away with the top pick. They're expected to choose between Auburn's Jabari Smith, Gonzaga's Chet Holmgren, who was notably taller than 7-1 David Robinson last night, and Duke's Paolo Bancaro. Frank, the Magic have 43 wins in the last two seasons combined. So does picking number one now make you bullish on their future? It's, it all depends on you got to get the right players. They have friends, Wagner, obviously Jalen Suggs as well. By the way, Paulo looked just about as big as David Robinson. That's the guy that I like in this draft. Paulo Bencaro, he could, you know, three-point shooting needs to get better, but he's a playmaker. How about this? And, you know, you look great, but I'm going to make you feel old. You know that it was 30 years ago when the Magic won the lottery and got, and got Shaquille O'Neal? How was that 30 years ago? And when they won it, they, the three previous times they won it, Obviously with Shaq, and then they got Penny. They go to the finals. Dwight Howard, they went to a finals. Now we'll see if that happens. The team that I'm interested in is Oklahoma City. Because Sam Presti, when he drafts this high, the last three times he's drafted this high, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden. Sam Presti, when you talk about due diligence, he's going to lead the league yeah. in due diligence. Yeah. I have a funny feeling it's going to be Chet Holmgren. I think they'll, any player that goes to Oklahoma City, it's not going to maybe be the big market that you want. You're going to get better as a player, because they have a history there. I think Oklahoma City won big time last night. They got two picks in the top 12. Well, the two picks in the top 12 is huge. And speaking of picks off of teams that are already not terrible, how about New Orleans? That's right. That's the team I find interesting in this, in that you've already got – you don't have a big three, but you got players that you, that you want, man. I mean, how about this Jones kid, the rookie, Herb who Jones. defensively looks like he's ready. Herb Jones – He's ready to be an all-league defensive player in his second year. You know, and you got C.J. McCollum. You know, you, you – and we don't – I mean, Zion, he is going to be the second best player in that lineup. I know he averaged 27 points a game already. I get yep. that. I understand the talent. I don't think that they're looking to trade him, but they could listen to anything. Yeah, because of they Brandon could. Ingram. Yep. They could. That's right, because they've got Ingram, and he's the best player on that team right now. So I'm looking at them. Orlando – you know what, Frank, you can have an ensemble. We see it now. You don't have to have a super team. You can have an ensemble. But usually those players have to grow older. And like Suggs is a kid, are they going to keep him and sign him and let him be a part of an ensemble? Or people get rid of players before they can fully be part yeah. of a championship ensemble. So, no, you know, I don't know that I'm bullish on Orlando. But there's some, this, this draft looks deep at the top. I mean, 10, 12, 14 players in. Don't know it, the, the full uh, impact of the international community. But, I, you know, I, I don't know that Chet Holmgren's my yeah. guy. 
Were you? I, su- I could think of some other guys I would take number one, and we'll see what Sam Preston. Were you surprised that two? Damian Lillard is sitting there representing the Blazers? Because you almost think if the Blazers want to rebuild, they should do it by doing something with Damian Lillard. But him sitting there tells me Damian Lillard is not going anywhere. I know he's he in line. He doesn't want to. A huge, I get it, but where are they going? He's like at a different stage, and so is Portland. But him being there on the dais yeah. last night, to me, yeah. spoke volumes. It really You did. know, it speaks volumes, but it speaks volumes about something else, Frank. He's not whining and threatening That's his fair. way. That's fair. And faking his way out of a community in which he is You're legendary. Right. He's being a grown man and a responsible, mature athlete. Yep. And he's saying, yeah, I want to stay here. I want to see this be as good as it can be. So standing ovation for Dame from me. Who, who, who are you knocking by saying thought. that? Who are you knocking? You, you might be getting You know, I'm not. I'm apparently <laughs> knocking Pat Bev's boy, you know, Kyrie Jay, Irving. The super-duper you know, deluxe max that Patrick Beverly wants him to get? I guess he didn't watch the, <laughs> much of the playoffs this year. I guess, I guess not. Let's take a break. But coming up, the Chicago Cubs rookie makes a mark in his big league debut. And all rise. Aaron Judge and the Yankees are rolling. Mike's excited about this. What's the word for their 27-9 start? 27-9. It's a lot of words. The usual. I'll have another. Give Aaron Judge the super-duper max. Deluxe max. That's with cheese. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music? Include it with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Time to play fill in the blank with fill in Frank. What's first? The Yankees are off to a blank start. Frank, they're off to a bomber's start. They're off to a kind of historic start, which goes back to 1940. Yeah. And we know what the Yankees were like going that far back. They were like the only team in the sport most summers, it seemed. So this is, you know, they've got their second in home runs. They were first until the Astros overtook them because the Astros had like 85 home runs last night. (laughs) And so with Stanton and Judge and and my man Rizzo. Uh, So bombers. And they've also got the, you know, 234-foot Fence out there in right field. They played which in really Baltimore. Is an embarrassment. They played totally, in Baltimore last night. Don't trash our Yankees. Totally that was a road win. An embarrassment. <laughs> 
that they hit those sand wedges out there over the right field wall. But it's a bomber's start. This is what they do. This should surprise nobody. Yeah, it's a Jeterian start because Derek Jeter was on that 98 team that's, that won 27 of their first 34 games. And by the way, that year, 114 wins swept the Padres in the World Series. But I tell you what, Aaron Judge, give him credit. They offered him a huge extension. He bet on himself. He leads the league in home runs. He had four hits last night. He had two home runs. And you want to talk about bombers. That was your word. Yankees have three guys in the top four. That's yeah. Rizzo, Stanton, and, of course, what they do. Aaron Judge. Bombers. The one thing you got to worry about, Chapman, the bullpen last night, the yeah. tying run was on second base. Chapman can give shaky. you some moments. And Garrett Cole, I'm a worried about him, too. He can give you some moments. But, you know, just keep hitting him over that 212-foot Little League fence out there and right. Keep doing Both that. teams get to hit on that same fence. Yeah. Both teams. What's next? Christopher Morrell's home run in his first Major League at-bat was blank. Frank, as much as I'd like to celebrate this, because the Cubs don't have much to celebrate right now, they're not even the best team in town. I mean, the White Sox, while they're only like a game over 500 or 500, they're supposed to be better than they are, but at least they've got some excitement. The Cubs have nothing. But this home run was still contextual. Um, the Cubs don't have a guy just come up and bomb one out in his first major league at bat, but he had told Wilson Contreras, the last Cub to do it, and he obviously almost missed first base, that he was going to do this. This is sort of like calling your shot, not exactly in October, you know, in the 40-degree temperatures of May here in Chicago. Contextual. It's nice, but let's not get crazy. Contreras, it was nice to see him celebrate. And the Cubs have some good young players. Are they good enough? Yeah. This guy's not like a top-ten prospect. No. Are they good enough? We don't know yet. Yeah, some of these websites rank him as the 21st top prospect in the Cubs organization. The Cubs. He yeah. did have seven home runs in 28 games at AA Tennessee. My word is all-inclusive because, like you pointed out, he predicted the home run. He then had a little minor bat, bat flip. I'm sure the Pirates will be thrilled with that. He then did miss first base almost a la Mark McGuire when he hit the historic home run. And then he had the curtain call. So he had everything in his first yeah. ever at bat. By the way, Contreras, when he did it, did on the first pitch against the Pittsburgh Pirates. That was in 2016. Yeah. Listen, I, listen, if he's as good as Contreras, and again, that's contextual because he's not a catcher. Yep. If he's as good as Contreras, I'll be pretty damn happy. So will most of Chicago. Still pretty cool. That's the final word. Let's take one last break, but still to come, a big agreement for the U.S. women's soccer team. And we'll break down tonight's second round openers in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, tonight, tonight, I don't have three TVs on a wall here, Frank. I got to watch one thing with the remote. Rangers Carolina. Like the rest of people. Like, you know, regular folk. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Time to get happy, people. Happy 62nd birthday, Yannick Noah. Well before being known as the father of Joachim Noah, Yannick was one of the great tennis players in the world. Arthur Ashe discovered Noah, young Noah, when he was 11 and living in Cameroon seven years later. They played doubles together at Wimbledon. Noah won 23 singles titles in all, competing against the likes of Borg, McEnroe, Connors, and Lindell. He beat Mats Wielander for his only Grand Slam win, the French Open, in 1983. Noah was the first Frenchman to do it in 37 years, and none has done it since. This year's French Open, Frank, starts Sunday. When he won the French Open, I remember watching that. People need to understand what that meant for that country. Yeah, 98, you know, the men, they won the uh, World Cup. That was huge for that country. Yannick Noah winning the French Open in Paris. Huge. Absolutely huge. By the way, after he won, the next six were won. Matt Vilander won three of them. Ivan Lendl won three of them as well. And just one of the engaging, pleasant presences on the men's tour in those days. You listen to those names, man. Wow. Happy anniversary, Paul Pierce, on this day 14 years ago. The truth and the Celtics beat LeBron and the Cavs in game seven of the Eastern Conference semis. Pierce had 41. LeBron had 45 of Cleveland's 92. Pierce went on to win NBA Finals MVP honors when the Celtics beat Kobe's and Lakers for the title. Pierce was just inducted into the Hall of Fame in the last year, Frank. Huge clutch player. He was at game seven on Sunday. By the way, it was two years later when Boston beat Cleveland, and then LeBron famously took his jersey off, walked off into the sunset, headed down to Miami. You know, there was a time there where I thought he had the equal seasons to Kobe. Paul Pierce at the top of his career. Pretty incredible. Happy trails to game ones for the Panthers and Blues. The Lightning moved one win closer to a third straight Stanley Cup by beating the Panthers in their series opener in South Florida. Nikita Kucherov scored one goal instead of Corey Perry for another. And Andre Vasilevsky made 34 saves as Tampa Bay won 4-1. In the late game, it took overtime for the Avalanche to top the Blues 3-2. Tonight's game's features feature Oilers at Flames and also the start of the series. Frank, I know you'll care something about the Rangers at Carolina. Yeah, Carolina beat them three to four times during the regular season, but the Rangers are resilient. They were down two goals they in are. game six, an elimination game, and then they won game seven overtime. By the way, how bad the scheduling was for Florida playing the same time as the Miami Heat. Hey, there was nothing they could do about it, but the NBA and the NHL, not good scheduling right there. No, no, they did not get that right. Uh, the show is running out, and it's time to get to the big finish. U.S. soccer agreed to guarantee equal pay to the men's and women's national teams. This is a huge deal, Frank, is it not? It's a huge deal. It's a major victory for the women. It's the only soccer federation in the world where the men and the women are going to pull the money together and split it evenly. And think about this. At the World Cup in France for the women, 24 countries split $30 million. The World Cup in Qatar on the men's side, 32 teams are going to split $450 million. Yeah, so the women won this one big time. A lot of revenue. The PGA Championship starts tomorrow. Who's your pick to win it? Rom or Finau? Neighbors to each other. And to me, I'm rooting for those guys. I'm rooting for Tiger Woods, but I mean, you know, really, favorite? I hard to hard to go me, go there betting on Tiger right now. 
Red Sox starter Nathan Avaldi gave up five home runs in one inning last night. My goodness, Frank. <laughs> you know, guys do give up five hits in an inning, five home runs. By the way, there was a fan in Boston, the same fan, caught two of them. That's kind of hard to do as well. Yeah. Former Bears running back Tariq Cohen reportedly torn Achilles while streaming his workout. Your thoughts? He had three terrific seasons early in his career. And these injuries, man, I, I, just, I feel bad for him. Last one, Shohei pitches tonight against the Rangers. Frank, who you got? I'm all Shohei all the time. He's worth the price of admission. How about this? He's 3-2, 46 strikeouts, 32 walks. Not bad. We're out of time. Thanks for watching. I'm Frank Isola. And I'm Mike Wilbon. We are bumped by the PGA uh, Championship until Monday, knuckleheads. Hey, watch some golf. What do you think Tony's going to do? I was going to stick around. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, we're not on tomorrow. Are you sure? <laughs>